SEO is AEO. Welcome to the show, Fernando Angulo. Nice, nice. Thank you. That's a nice pronunciation, actually. Oh, thank you. I think singing helps with the pronunciation. Always, uh, always. You can fake the uh, intonation. You yeah. can fake the. Yeah, yeah. And, and you don't feel embarrassed exaggerating things. Yeah. And yeah. people don't think at it all. sounds Not silly. Yeah. Brilliant stuff. So we're sitting at Semrush Meetup in Tel Aviv. Uh, you gave a talk yesterday about feature snippets. Uh, we've been hanging out with lots of people talking about SEO and digital marketing, BBC. Uh, today we want to talk about feature snippets. Oh, before that, apparently you give more than 50 talks a year. Yes. I think that's astonishing. Last year it was 152. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, you didn't tell me the number. I'm seriously very surprised. I have, the, I have the numbers. And at the end of the year, of course, we count how many interactions we have. Uh, conferences, meetups, uh, webinars. Okay. Are you paid by the talk? No, never. That's lucky. Never. For SEMrush, because they would owe yes. you a fortune. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. And your talk yesterday was about featured snippets. And yeah. I didn't see it, so I've got no idea what you said. Yeah. Uh, very rude of me not to be there, and I do apologize. But I know that SEMrush did a phenomenally big study on feature snippets how many there are, how to get them, and why they're interesting, something like that? Well, actually, how many there are, we don't know the number because their number is increasing all the time with search queries, with questions. Uh, but we actually did uh, research based on 80 million feature snippets. So that's a, a big number. A big number. So um, we analyze all of them just to identify how people can format their content based mm. on data. So if we have the numbers, we have average uh, number of words, average number of position, how they can uh, rank for them, what's the percentage of the position so you can have the opportunity to be there. Yeah. So our story okay. was uh, about uh, for reformatting your content with the use of data. And of course, we as SEMrush, we have a lot of data to show. Yes, before sure. we get into the details, so I just have a question because Go for it, yeah. um, I, was, I did a talk at SMX London about features. I know, I was, was there. Was, yeah. Oh, were you? Yeah. Did we meet? Yeah. Oh dear. <laughs> you meet a lot of people. I know I have the same thing. No, it's probably yeah. the beer. Anyway, uh, no, sorry, my question was because I, I was talking about the, the fact that it rose from 14 to 18% according to Moz yeah. um, on the 20th of March. And that was also an update, a Google yeah. update. Are the two linked? I Directly, so. indirectly? I believe it's indirectly. Okay. Yeah, I believe there's no correlation over there uh, because they're constantly changing all, all the stuff. And sometimes I saw a lot of, if I can say that, mistakes on the snippets. Yeah. Actually, today when I was uh, doing the workshop, I saw two featured snippets, one with an image and one with another image, two different source sources in one box. So right. that was extremely crazy for me to see that because the information was kind of different as well. Yeah. So they're okay. doing a lot of A-B testing, I believe, but mm. sometimes their results are not that good, but that's a minimal, uh, some, a minimal percentage. Yeah, and uh, sorry, just a, a lot of people are terribly critical that when we like dissing Google and saying how yes. rubbish Google is, and you're kind of saying, it gets it right an awful lot. I'm picking on it for, for getting a few ones wrong is a bit rotten, right. so I'm saying you're rotten. Yeah. That wasn't very nice of you, Fernando. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, I said, it's a minimal percentage. Yeah. Overall, the results are beautiful, yeah. are massive. Um, actually, in a, in a conference in, in, in Australia, I saw a brilliant result uh, by an university. It's a table feature snippet. It's incredible. It's by the university called 
I don't remember the name of, of the new, ah, Monash, Monash University okay. for their students because their students are all over the world. Uh, they built a table feature snippet. It's incredible. You need to see that. It's all the schedule by topics that I have included on their um, on their uh, list of um, how do you say that. Uh, classrooms, wh wh whatever. So, so you're saying they have a tabular data feature snippet that is beautiful. It's beautiful, yes. So yeah. you, you're now getting into how beautiful feature snippets are. Yes. And some feature snippets are ugly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but wow. Th th that one it was really beautiful because their main intention is not to get uh, clicks from that, it's not to attract to their website, it's to provide information. And that's the reason that, yeah, go, go ahead. No, 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 sorry, I wasn't, I was, I was, it makes yeah. me think of things, um, is, is the fact that somebody for once is saying, okay, I'm accepting that there aren't going to be any clicks. I want to get the information out there and get my name on the SERP. Yes. And that's on SERP SEO, which is what Rand Fishkin talks about. But it's branding, which Ross Tavendale talks a lot yes. about. And he's saying, brand, brand, brand. Okay, we, we don't necessarily get the click. And we don't necessarily even have to try to get the click if we can that's get the correct. information and associate ourselves with the answer. Yes. Yeah? Yes, because we need to help the user get the information. Mm. And of course, if they're going to see that your URL is there, your logo is there, your brand name is there, they're going to receive information, and I'm very happy with that. So embrace the position zero, the featured snippet, yes. rather than reject it and make the most of it and use it as a branding opportunity, a first or one of the touch points yes. of the client. Yeah. Yes, two years ago, a lot of agencies, professionals, they were complaining that featured snippet is still in their traffic and so on. It's not like that. It's for brand awareness and also is for, um, for consideration. So they're, not all of the featured snippets are based on question keywords. They are based also on prepositions and in comparison keywords. Mm -hmm. That's um, the second part of the research that we have. The biggest amount of feature snippets are, are triggered by question keywords. The second part is triggered by uh, preposition keywords, which is pretty much um, smart mm -hmm. from Google because that's the consideration part. When we know something already about the product, we want to understand some details. Mm -hmm. If I can put this here, I can put this there, using prepositions with, without, for, or in other, other languages, it's working like that. Mm -hmm. I found in English, in Spanish, in French as well, in Italian, in, in Portuguese, that the um, preposition keywords are really, really good for understanding the purpose of a product, of a service. So yeah. that's and, a smart way to use it, yeah. And people don't necessarily need to visit your site. And in fact, yeah. you could say, potentially, if I can get all that information to people, get my brand in front of them, when they do come to my web website, they're yeah. actually uh, qualified leads. People yeah. are actually interested in me. And I, I was talking to a guy earlier on, he had all these pop-ups coming up, which I personally hate, and Google doesn't like very right. much. And you're saying, the people who are coming to your website are actually almost decided to buy. So you're bullying them. Yes. when they've already gone through a lot of this decision. Would you agree? Yes, definitely. Because you need to give them more details about what you're offering and what is your proposition over there. Mm. For example, one of my uh, pre preferred searches is um, iPhone without uh, contract or iPhone with two SIM cards or telephones with two SIM cards. Sorry, it's your personal favorite search. You keep yes. buying iPhones. Yes, yes. In every single country, I see different kind of results. But for example, uh, for the UK, iPhone uh, with uh, two SIM cards, which is a Chinese version of the iPhone. They don't have that in, in the UK. Okay. Uh, you can see that the, the results from, uh, for example, let's say India or, um, I, I believe it was India, India, Australia, or the UK are completely, completely different because companies are not interested in that. But some guy 
I remember it was an, an experiment. He created a feature snippet based on that search query, mm -hmm. and he started buying from eBay their phones, bring it from from China. So that's something that could happen as well. Okay. Um, and the last and most important part is to offer the decision part. Yeah. That's with the comparison. So when you already have knowledge about the product, analyze some aspect of uh, details about the product, you want to say, okay, I'm going to buy it. Show me the price or show me why, uh, which one of these products, yeah. because they are kind of similar, uh, I, I needed to buy. That's why um, we also found out that there are a lot of comparison feature snippets, and those are really great for the final um, stage of the funnel, which is decision and acquiring the products, of course. Yeah, and so, right, so we've got that. How do you get them? Oh, that was the other part of your yes. analysis. Oh, sorry, I, I just remember one thing before I forget it. Yeah. Uh, one of the figures I remember somebody mentioning to me somewhere was that the average number of outbound links from a page that has a feature snippet is 30. That 30 okay. was the right number? Or no. is that, that didn't come from you then, did it? No, not from I'm me. I'm completely misremembering. I've been quoting this to people all over the place <laughs> and it's complete rubbish. <laughs> so, so tell, me, tell, tell me what the factors are. In that case, I'll shut up. Well, recently we, bring, um, we created another research base on how uh, the feature is new. Let's talk about voice search. How voice search uh, is taking, how, what is the percentage of uh, results that um, voice search is acquiring or is triggering from feature snippets. Yeah. And we found out that it's a huge amount, it's 60% for Google Assistant. All right, okay. Yeah, so that's something interesting because when you're formatting your content for feature snippets, you're triggering also formatting for voice search. Yeah. But not all the search queries are uh, good enough for that. Business search queries are really not good for, for that. For example, I don't know, how to uh, open a bank account or to invest in um, startups, mm. those are still in a, in, in a bad shape. But I mean, that, that kind of question is, is completely useless anyway. How to invest in a startup? You're not going to yeah. give that in a, in, a, in a feature snippet. You actually need a real article that's going to explain no, the possibilities. But, but there, there, are, there are a lot of feature snippets that are explaining how to start. So th that's the preview of the information. How to open a bank, bank account, you have the list of feature mm. snippets. So if the voice assistant can tell you the, the steps to start, that would be good. But so then it says, step one, go to the bank. Step two, talk yeah. to somebody about yeah. it. Step yeah. three, sign the papers. Step four. Yeah. Sorry, there's a point at which That's it, it main, can't just keep yeah. reading that list. It's got to yeah. say, step step five is you've got to actually go and read up on it. Yeah, that's Sorry. true. Sorry, that no, no, that, that, that's correct, because uh, people are not searching like that. They want to have more a conversation with the assistant. Mm. And those keywords are not there on the feature snippets, because the conversations are really different for all the people. Yeah, that's a phenomenally big problem, because I mean, yeah. they're all looking, all these machines are looking to have these conversations, and that's how they're going to get people engaged to theoretically go through yeah. the whole process and then say, well, buy me, buy me that product, for example, uh, which is the best iPhone? Is it, is it the two same or the one same? Where should I buy it? Now buy it. Yeah. That or, conversation. Or that for me, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to come from feature snippets. That's going to come no, from a, a machine not. truly understanding the world. Sorry, go yeah. ahead. Yes, and that's the second uh, results that we saw with feature snippets. Mostly, uh, also in our, in our research, were like uh, 55 or 60% of feature snippets, they came with a people also ask box. Okay. And yeah. also other search features like uh, images, videos, and ads, stop the top ads or the carousel of products, they also have people also ask box. Sorry, 
now to break in, yeah. coming back to conversation, is people also ask this first step towards Google thinking this is going to I be believe part it of the is. Ah. I believe it is, because the semantic related machine learning that they've been working from 2010 is there. How far away, sorry, yeah. push that further, how far away are we from um, the feature snippet people then ask, or you are about to ask? Yeah. What do you reckon? Yeah, you mean... Uh, the predictive. Pre predictive search. Yeah, say, so where are you going to go next? We can actually produce not, not only the answer you're looking for, yes. but the next five answers in one search. Is that, is that silly? I believe, well, I was in one of the Avinash uh, Kaushik uh, events a uh, year ago that we held in, in, in Semraj, and he was speaking by 2020, uh, we will have the assistant that is going to tell us what we want uh, at the time that we need it. So mm. it's going to be doing something like that in two years, but this is him and this is, his, is in his reality and his knowledge. Uh, for most of the countries that I've been, I, most of the countries, they don't have feature snippets. Most yeah. of the countries, they don't have even Google shopping uh, products. Yeah. But this kind of uh, results can be, as Abinash said, in 2020. Okay, 2020, mm -hmm. which is next year. Which is next year, yes. But you're, you're saying loads of countries simply don't have feature snippets? No, not at all. Not countries, languages or countries? Well, actually countries. All right, okay. Yes, yes, we, well, languages, which makes no, sense. No, no, I'm, I'm curious, I mean, an yeah. English language, I mean, English... No, if no. you go, for example, uh, to Croatia or to Bulgaria, you will have feature snippets in English, but in their own language, you will not have it. Okay, and then you're yeah. looking at something that Cindy Crum talks a lot about, is Google's getting into this direct translation yes. whereby they have the feature snippets, presumably they're putting them there, and we're soon going to have the translations. So in fact, Croatian language sites will not necessarily need to create them for yes. Google to have the answer. Yes. Which is brilliant. But then it's also an opportunity because presumably Google would prefer to show somebody's content who's actually curated the content, actually written it, than trying to translate. Yeah. Or would they? It looks like a big opportunity there. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, isn't it? Sorry, that, that's another question. If you're talking about Croatian, for example, and yeah. that, let's say the, the content is there, wouldn't Google do better to, if it's got its translations right, to say, actually, I've got this result in English, which I've tested over the last five or six years. I know it's the right answer. I know yeah, it's already a proven method. I'll just translate yeah. it. I don't need to go to these people. So if you don't seize the opportunity now, you might, you might well miss it. Yeah, I believe you Or am I pushing things too far again? It's too far. It's too far oh, right. because Sorry. nobody knows what's going to happen with these uh, languages. Some, sometimes for us also, because we're uh, also using tools for creating content, yep. for analyzing uh, the readability, the Flesh King Kai uh, algorithm, for some languages, it's really hard to understand the intent because the, mm. um, the form that people are communicating, the form that people are writing in so many languages, is kind of hard to understand. Here, and for example, in Israel, uh, do, you do you have the possibility to read something in the streets? No, because you don't know the language and it's kind of difficult for machine learning tools uh, to identify that. I was talking to a guy earlier on about Hebrew and he was saying there are a lot less words in Hebrew. And his theory on that was therefore there are a lot more words with multiple meanings. Okay. Therefore, yes. context becomes much, much more important context and intent is... becomes difficult without context. And our, our super theory that we were making up sitting around the talk table in the workshop right. was Hebrew has this ambiguity built in because it has less vocabulary. Would, does that sound reasonable? Yes, actually, I um, speak Russian as well, oh, and right. you have the same thing in Russian. In Russian, you don't have articles, and you have in the Russian language, you don't use uh, the, 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 the verb uh, to be mm. at all or to have. So okay. you have less words. 
but you can use so many words in so many differences that you cannot do that in, in English, for example. Mm. But yeah. Whereas, sorry, Polish is, I, I mean, I, I did a, a game, a crosswordy kind of game. Polish, I, yes. And I was trying to, trying to do it in lots of different languages, and I was just trying to collect all the words in any language with all the variations, and Polish had okay. five million. Yeah. Oh, and so you kind of look yeah. at Polish and you kind of think it must be the opposite of Hebrew is that because it's so specific and because it's got so many variations that have very specific meanings, the intent must be easier to find. But I'm probably talking absolute rubbish, but this is kind of like me theorizing about how all these languages might work. Yeah. Yes. Well, well start, Sorry, start, I've, start I've, imagining that. I think um, we've gone off track, haven't we? We were talking about features yes, and I'm getting obsessed yes, by language, course. and it's not your topic. But you were mentioning the, the intent and the context. The context is everything, of course. If you have, don't have the context, features snippets are useless. Yeah. And um, uh, for any kind of uh, languages, let's stay with English. For for example, for English right now, the intent I believe is there with the people also as box because. Mm. Uh, when you click into any single uh, question over there, there appear more that are related. And mm. I really love in my phone with the um, mobile uh, questions to have more information, more information, more information, and you can be there hours, for, for yeah. hours. Just checking. People also okay, ask you. People, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the number is un unlimited for any single uh, question. Uh, well, unlimited, at least you will have 100 in <laughs> and and, and that comes back to what Bill Slousey talks a lot about. It's yeah. the, the, the history of search that Google has in its memory uh, that nobody can even come close to competing with. Nobody's got that number of questions that people have asked. Yeah. Google's looking at, I can't remember if it's Query Lakes or Query something. Yeah, Query. Direct, direct Query, I don't remember. Yeah, anyway, but yeah. we'll ask Bill. Um, but you, know, you look at that, I, that's another question, might, might not be your topic. How can anybody else possibly help to catch up with Google? because they've got all that data from 1998 onwards. And that dominance, I mean, from my point of view, saying nobody's got the information, so nobody's gonna be able to create this conversational search except Google. Well, there are many big companies that they have also questions. <laughs> uh, they are not the um, owners of all this data. And of course, with, uh, for example, we. We, uh, we know what Google is doing, but so only some parts at the other parts were just figuring out maybe this is the thing because mm. let's talk about the ranking factors. Mm. They say sometimes that they have 150 ranking factors, then 200 uh, ranking factors. And the last time I hear them, they say we have 2000 ranking factors. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's incredible about Maybe they don't have how many ranking factors that they have because it's already rank brain, rank brain uh, working on there. It's already artificial intelligence, mm. well, machine learning and artificial yeah. intelligence. Um, but at some point, ranking factors are going to be important anymore. Um, I was, yeah. Sorry, I was talking to Nagu, I can't remember his second name, from Microsoft, who, who's the product manager of ranking for them. Yeah. And he was saying, ranking factors actually isn't the question anymore for any of us because yes. Yes, ranking yes. factors change in our context, it changes over time. The weighting of each ranking factor changes over time. So getting obsessed with any particular ranking factor or overthinking the ranking factors is a complete waste of time. And I managed to get him to say, understanding, deliverability, and credibility are what we need to work on. Yeah. And the ranking factors fit into those at some point somewhere. Yes, it's gonna be like that. For them, it's already like that, but we are still fighting with the things they left behind. So we yeah. need to work today for today. And of course, what is gonna be uh, next, uh, we need to follow what they are doing all the time. Just uh, modulating the future environment that 
probably could be. And yeah. And again, the, the, the other thing, of course, is yeah. that I mean, as an industry, we're, we're still stuck in the way it used to be. And a lot of us, or a lot of the industry, are having trouble kind of moving forward. And that idea of saying, stop thinking about ranking factors, think about how you're getting Google and Bing to understand, enabling them to deliver, yeah. and convincing them of your credibility. Concentrate on that, and you're away. Yeah. Um, Sounds very easy, right? Pardon me? Sounds very easy. To it it do. does, doesn't it? It's taken me two yeah, years like to come up with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but isn't, isn't it the simplest things are the most complex to find or something along those yeah, lines? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a very much stuff. A lot of SEOs also have changed completely 300, uh, 180 degrees. Uh, yeah, 360. Yeah, we'll this, they were telling like three years ago or five years ago, yeah. links, links, links. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And today, a lot of them or many of them, they say no links. You don't need links. Why do you need to think about links? I can get that Love ranking it. for you only with context. You need to work with uh, related keywords. You need to work uh, for the semantics of your website. Yeah. Don't care about links. And surprisingly, it's working. Yeah, I mean the the thing about I mean content you're talking about relate, relatedness, co-occurrence, context clouds, context, yes. entities, which Dave Davis says is the single most yeah. important thing in SEO today. I love that quote. But I mean, you look at that and you're saying, okay, so what we're looking at is Google understanding the world, Google understanding the context, Google yeah. understanding the intent, and links still important, but much less than before. Much less than before, yes. And the understanding part is more important. I mean, from my point of view, I'm, I'm a bit obsessed about it. It's saying if Google can understand what you're offering it can potentially match you to the intent of the user who's asking. Right. If it doesn't understand you, there's no possibility of that happening anymore. Right. More or less. No, it's like that. It's like that. <laughs> it sounds very easy, but of course, it's, uh, behind all of that is complicated because links are still important. Mm. We all uh, see that. We are not concentrating, uh, for example, again, from the SEMrush point of view, we're not concentrating in acquire them, mm. but to bring some uh, value to the users by yeah. resolving their problems with content. So, yeah, I mean, co content, content, content. But I was talking to another guy earlier on, and he said, oh, uh, you know, I did some link building recently and didn't help me at all, didn't help my rankings at all. And you're saying, okay, how, how, how much link building have you done? He said, I've got loads of links. And you're saying, well, that's the problem. That's problem because yeah. you have 100 links. When you add one link, it makes very little difference or no noticeable difference. You need to look for the, the, the factors, be it topicality, freshness, uh, speed, structured data or entities, which is yes. a ranking factor according to Gary Elias, you need to look at which one of those is weak because that's going to have relatively the most effect. Yes, actually with content and speed, it's all, all you need. If you're really fast enough to uh, solve the problems of the, of the users um, in a really fast way, you have everything like that. I saw a lot of uh, single pages um, that are really, really fast and they, ran, they, they are getting their ranks. Only, only with speed. So it's, speed is our really great ranking factor. So you're a really big fan of speed, oh, speed and content. Great. Yes. Brilliant. And a bit of structure as well, so you get your features. Yes, it? of course. I mean, the structured data, I, for me, is like a sign of quality, so KPI of quality. If you have a structured data, that means that uh, the content that you are trying to um, give to the users is uh, with a high quality. Yeah, okay. Right. Brilliant stuff. Thank you very much. Thank you for SEO this conversation. Thank you, Fernando. Angulo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>